Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. This is uh, Dr. Mystery here with Donna Lee. Hey there, everybody. Uh, right now, I have the um, pleasure of uh, introducing uh, one of our partners, Dr. Stacy Ong, the Stone Queen of Urology <laughs> Specialists of Austin. Hello, Austin. Uh, well, welcome, Stacy. Um, Stacy, uh, you've been part of the practice for a, a good number of years, and um, I met you first when you were working as the only uh, staff urologist at the University uh, Medical Center at Breckenridge. Is that right? I was the Department of Urology. <laughs> That's right. Department. It seems uh, amazing to think that um, the entirety of the uh, indigent needs of this city were uh, handled by uh, by one person. Uh, you must have seen some uh, really, really interesting cases when you were there. Never a dull moment at Brackenridge. You know, uh, one of the things that I uh, really remember about my indigent care experience uh, when I was in training were um, how long certain people were forced to let medical conditions progress before they, they sought uh, uh, help, and uh, especially when it comes to uh, kidney stone disease. It's a st sad state that not everybody has immediate access to, to good medical clinics. Um, but fortunately in Austin, we do have resources uh, available through what's New Brackenridge now. Well, um, you know, kidney stones are um, a big part of a urologist's life. And um, it's uh, what drives most of us to have to get up at 2 in the morning and go take care of patients in the ER uh, and can sometimes make some of the most interesting cases. Um, we're about to enter um, uh, the Christmas time for urologists. Uh, it's, it's stone season. It's stone season. season. <laughs> uh, that time in the summer um, when uh, dehydration uh, and uh, physical activity leads to uh, uh, a big increase in the number of stones. I would say uh, when I'm on call, I probably get uh, four or five kidney stones uh, a night. Would you agree, uh, Stacey? Well, or definitely a weekend. Um, and it won't be long before we're hitting the triple digits. And, uh, you know, kidney stone season uh, will prompt um, uh, a lot of first-time kidney stone uh, formers to experience things that they never thought were, uh, were possible. I, I would say that um, the majority of women that have given birth and have had stones would probably say that the stone was worse. Would you agree? Not only that, there's nothing to look forward to at the end besides <laughs> the whole thing being over. Yeah, no, very few rock. people are Facebooking their, uh, <laughs> their kidney stones. <laughs> so um, uh, stones um, uh, that um, uh, are symptomatic uh, are those that are passing from the kidney down to the bladder in, uh, into the ureter. And that's the tube that connects the uh, kidney and the bladder. And um, uh, if you've experienced kidney stones, you know they hurt. If you haven't experienced a kidney stone, then uh, let's hope that you never have to. Uh, but uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what our approach to kidney stone management is today and uh, talk about uh, uh, particular treatment. So um, uh, we have in our practice a kind of a philosophy to uh, try to keep you out of the emergency room, to get you stone-free, and then to find ways to prevent stones from forming 
and uh, keeping you healthy um, uh, as you go on. So, uh, Stacy, um, why don't we uh, start with um, how do we treat kidney stones and get people stone free? And specifically, I want to talk about a treatment that we all know about called shockwave lithotripsy. Well, how we treat the stones is largely dependent on how big is the stone, where is the stone, and also can the stone be seen on a plain x-ray. Shockwave lithotripsy is a fascinating technology uh, which is truly a surgery, but we don't necessarily have to put anything inside the patients. Uh, It is done under an anesthesia uh, to keep the patient nice and comfortable. But as long as we can see the stone with plain x-rays, we will position the patient and focus energy waves going through the body and focused onto the stone. The energy waves pass through the tissue because it's predominantly water, but hit this hard stone over and over and over, even a couple thousand times. And the energy waves create fractures within the stone. By continuing to hit it with the energy, we'd like to pulverize the stone into sand grain-sized particles or even dust. It's really uh, magic, you know, uh, the idea that you can look at something deep inside the body on an x-ray and then magically turn on a switch and then it vaporize away uh, is kind of science fiction-y, even though the technology's been around for many, many, many years um, you know, when my dad got his shockwave lithotripsy done, he had to sit in a tub of water. Uh, to, to tell us how that's changed over the years. Well, the technology has evolved so that it, we still use fluid to focus the energy waves, but it's um, within a, a contained uh, balloon on the device. Um, and so it makes the device portable instead of having an enormous pool of water that was uh, permanently in place at one of the hospitals. So you can stay dry to get your stone fixed now. <laughs> and um, uh, th- this procedure is, uh, is covered by insurance in uh, uh, almost all cases. Uh, but if you didn't have insurance and you had a stone and didn't want anybody putting cameras and things inside you, uh, uh, how much do you think people could expect to pay? Well, I, the other interesting thing is the, the costs seem to have come down through the decades. Um, And depending on the facility, oftentimes we can help the patient get a negotiated price, which may be about $5,000. Well, I know that sounds like quite a bit of money, but um, uh, if if you don't have medical insurance, uh, just be aware that that it is possible to have cash pay prices uh, for these different medical procedures, sometimes even patients that have very high deductibles uh, but don't get sick very often or very interested in looking for a cash pay price. And uh, throughout our show, it's been one of our uh, important tenants to make sure we talk about price with patients because I think a lot of times doctors don't do that. And uh, we don't want price to be a big mystery to patients. So um, uh, let's talk about uh, stone prevention. Uh, First, I want to talk about some myths of stone prevention. So, uh, Stacey, why don't you talk about some myths that, that, that we don't really think are really true to prevent people uh, from getting stones? Well, you know, unfortunately, the vast majority of stones cannot be dissolved. So once we finally get patients free of stones, we have to find out how can we prevent them ha- from having more stones in the future. 
the the basic tenets are hydration. You gotta drink more liquids. Um, however, diet can play a role. Sometimes we need to actually put things into your diet or prescribe medications. It's not always taking uh, things out of your diet. Um, the best way to find out how any particular patient can prevent stones in the future is through a series of blood work and, and a urine test. The urine test is when the patient collects every bit of urine that passes through the bladder in a 24-hour time period. Not going to lie, the patients think it's a big pain in the butt, but it's the most useful test to find out how we prevent stones in any particular patient. You know, as a, uh, as a patient myself, I've always been really irritated when um, I get general advice like drink more water or eat less of this or eat more of that. And um, you know, as a physician, I really try to give patients very specific information. And uh, one of the benefits of the 24-hour urine collection and the blood test is it allows me to tell patients exactly what they need to do. You need to drink exactly 24 ounces more of water than you have. You need to reduce your um, amount of red meat um, uh, in your diet by by 30%. You need to take exactly this much more citrate to reduce your stone risk. And I think that's where data and science can really augment what, what was traditionally just kind of some general information. Would you agree? Very much so. I, I've found with testing that there are some patients who are producing three and a half liters of urine in 24 hours. And so increasing their water intake is not going to help them. However, their studies may show that they are deficient in some of the chemicals that can help prevent stones, such as the citrate or the potassium or magnesium in the urine. And that's really what's going to help them. I've been really amazed by the number of patients that come to see me who were not offered a uh, stone risk analysis or a uh, a prevention analysis in the past. Uh, I bet you some of them even think that uh, we don't offer the so we don't offer the service. So you keep getting stones and have to keep coming back for surgery, uh, but that isn't the case at all. I mean, I uh, nothing makes me happier than uh, the first time that I see you with a stone is the last time I see you with a stone, because uh, they're incredibly painful. They really disrupt your life. Uh, I tell a patient that has a stone in their kidney that uh, and and that's not causing them pain. I say that's probably going to cause pain on your daughter's wedding day or an important graduation mm-hmm. because they, 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 they know how to ruin a weekend. Well, or even worse, on a flight uh, from, from the U.S. to New Zealand. <laughs> well, um, Stone Queen Stacey Ong, thank you so much for joining us and uh, giving us that uh, wonderful insight into shockwave lithotripsy and kind of what our approach to stones are. We encourage you to uh, contact us if you think you're suffering from a kidney stone. Uh, or if you have stones that are uh, currently being untreated, uh, we will treat you in the least invasive way possible uh, and uh, try to maximize the likelihood of making you stone-free and uh, preventing future stone formation. Uh, please visit us at armormenshealth.com or email your questions at armormenshealth at gmail.com. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour. 